Matthew 20, 21, 18 through 22. It says, while walking back into the city the next morning, he got hungry. He noticed a lone fig tree by the side of the path and walked over to see if there was any fruit on it. But there was none. He found only leaves. So he spoke to the fig tree. He spoke to the fig tree. Sunday, I'll be talking about the, the disciplined mouth. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to that Sunday. He spoke to the fig tree and said, you will be barren and will never bear fruit again. Instantly, the fig tree shriveled up right in front of their eyes. Astonished, hallelujah, his disciples asked, y'all get ready for people to be astonished at what God does in your life. Hear me. Get ready for people to be astonished at what God does in your life because of the level of faith you're going to begin walking in. Get ready for people to say, wow, how did that happen? Man, when did that happen? God is about to bring astonishment in the life of the believer to help those who, who may not believe or who may be fickle in their faith see that God is actually fulfilling his word. It is so in Jesus' name. Astonished, his disciples asked, how did you make this fig tree instantly wither and die? Jesus replied, listen to the truth. Hear what I'm telling you, right? If you do not doubt God's power and speak out of faith's fullness, you can also speak to a tree and it will wither away. He's saying you have the same ability to speak into to speak into existence my will by faith. You have the same ability, the same power, right? To declare a thing according to my will. Here we go. Even more than that, you can say to this mountain, be lifted up and be thrown into the sea and it will be done. You have the ability to get results from your faith. You have the ability to get results from your faith. Everything you pray for with the fullness of faith, you will receive. All right. And we talked about that being our subject matter. You could type it in the chat. Praying in faith. Praying in faith. Praying in faith. And I started off the message talking about how prayer is, is simply reminding God of what he's released to you. I talked about me and McKenzie and how I'll make an, I'll make agreements with McKenzie. And when I make those agreements, uh, she'll come back to me and remind me of what I told her. She'll remind me, daddy, you said this or daddy, you said that. And as a consequence of what you said to me, I'm reminding you so that I can reap the benefit of what you promised me. And that is so essential particularly when it comes to walking by faith and when it comes to uh, uh, walking in, uh, walking out a life that's full of uh, faithful prayers. Uh, I think sometimes many of us seem uh, seemingly as if our prayers are not working and we're, and we're wondering, you know, why my prayer isn't working? Why am I not seeing the manifestation of God's will? Why am I not seeing God's word come to pass in my life? And I told you all Sunday, and I hope you took note of this, it's because prayer should not be full of just words. I hope y'all remember that. Y'all remember that? Prayer should not just be full of words. It should be full of God's word. Okay? If you want to pray effectively, then your prayers have to stem from your knowledge of what God has promised you. Because God is going to react or respond to your prayer at the level in which it agrees with what he said. God responds to our prayer, our faith. You know, more so the faith of what we are saying based on 
whether or not our faith is in what God has declared. In John chapter 15, verse 7, John chapter 15, verse 7, Jesus tells his disciples, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. Watch this. If you remain in me, in fellowship with me, and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. To remain in the word of God is to remain in him, because Jesus is the word. I said this Sunday, Jesus, uh, we are told in John chapter 1, he is the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. So to remain in him is to remain in the word. If I remain in the word, then I have his words. Okay. Are y'all with me? I don't know if y'all are talking with me because it's not bringing up some of the information here, but we'll rock with it. If I remain in the word, I am filled with his words. Hope y'all are with me. If I remain in the word, I am filled with or I become full of his word. As a consequence, I can ask for anything that that is in agreement with his word and it will be granted. Now watch this. It says you may ask for anything you want, but here's the thing. What you are now wanting is what the word of God has prescribed to you. Here we go. It's not just us saying words. I glory to God. I am remaining in fellowship with his word so that now his desires for my life become my desires. That's how you begin to then pray effectively. Once I found out what God wants for me through fellowship and through time invested in his word, that becomes what I want. He's not just saying pray anything and just ask me for anything. No, he's saying once you learn of me, once you learn of my word and once you learn of what I want for you, now you pray that and it will be granted. Why? Because he's only going to grant you according to his will, which is his word. So it's best to find out what God wants for you so that now you're just not making stuff up in prayer. You're believing and having faith in what God said and you're reminding him in your prayer time, Lord, this is what you promised me. This is what I want. With long life, you shall satisfy me. And, and show me your salvation. So I'm going to declare to you what you promised me in your word. When we pray what God says, we get what God says. Are y'all with me? When we pray what God says, we get what God says. So the effectiveness of prayer comes through knowing, believing, and declaring what God has said. I can't declare it if I, can, if I don't believe it. I don't believe it until I know it. So I've got to know the word. This is why I have to read my Bible daily, not just to appease somebody, not just so I can say, well, I read my Bible today. No, it does me a disservice. It does you a disservice. If we don't personally read our Bibles, I do myself a disservice if I don't spend time in the word of God. You do yourself a disservice. Why? Because I would not know what to ask God for had not had I not gone to his word to find out what he has given me. All right. So the effectiveness of my prayer life, the effectiveness of your prayer life comes through knowing, believing and declaring what God has said. So whenever you take something before God in prayer, 
and you should be going to God in prayer. And I'm hoping that what I'm teaching you will give you an excitement and a desire to begin to pray. What is what is prayer? Just communicating with God, dialogue, fellowship with him, right? Whenever you take something before God in prayer, it helps to know what his word says about what you are what what are you what you're bringing before him so that you can attach your faith to his word as it pertains to your situation. It helps to know, okay, if I'm bringing uh, a sick body before the Lord, if my body is sick, it helps to know what his body says about sickness so that when I bring it before him, I can use his word to declare why I am believing for healing. And watch this. You can also reference points in the Bible because God has no respect of persons. You can go and read through the synoptic gospels and see where Jesus healed bodies. Glory to God. And you can say, God, you healed this person of that. I believe on an account of your word, if you did it before, come on to attribute, you can do it again. God, you haven't just disclosed this healing to this person alone. God, you heal. See, we got to stop seeing Bible stories as 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 fictional stories. Hallelujah. And you got to start seeing them as as this really happened. This really took place. God really did perform this. God did really walk on water. This is not something fictional. God, you really did do this. And as a consequence of me believing that you did it for them or that you did it in your word, I believe you can also do it for me. So I'm coming before you. Thank you, Lord. In prayer with knowledge of what he can do, what he's already done and what I believe he can do for me. All right. You want to go before God with knowledge of his word. Hey, cousin Lisa, uh, Lisa, you want to go before God with knowledge of his word. Watch this. If you are lacking in resources, I think I said this Sunday, you've got to find out what the word of God says about provision. Attach your faith to that word and pray, expecting God to provide. I was preparing for Sunday's message and I read in something uh, in a psalm. I, I don't have, I don't know the exact psalm I was reading and studying in my notes for Sunday, but it was saying how if you walk in the fear of the Lord, your children will be successful and it said you will be wealthy. So I can say, God, I'm walking in the fear of you. I'm walking in the reverence of you. Father, I thank you that I'm wealthy. It's not just about me stunting on people. It's a promise. Glory to God. I'm not just trying to be prosperous to prove something to people. No, I want to live in, I want to live a prosperous life because it's a promise. You said, God, if I obey your word, you would make me wealthy. Glory to God. And I'm not just saying that something hops out of the sky, but God will give you wisdom. God will give you witty inventions. Hallelujah. God will give you creativity to secure wealth and to be able to leave a legacy for your children's children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that what you do in this season is leaving legacy for your children's children. Glory to God. Not even, not just the little ones you have now, but their kids and their kids and those who will come after them. That's why God wants to, wants us to get a hold of his word so that it can have generational impact. But you've got to believe it now. Glory to God. You've got to attach your faith to it now. And when you go to prayer, you begin to declare, God, your word says, God, your word says, your word has been established and it says this. So now I'm going to prayer with confidence that God will move. Why? Because I'm only asking him to move in what he has declared to me. All right. So we, we begin to fall in love with the word of God. We begin to learn it. And now we, be, we begin to declare that word in our prayer time. And here it is. The word of God should be the reference point for the reality that God has called us to live in. 
The word of God is the reference point more so for the reality that God has called us to live in. And it is through our knowledge of and faith in his word that we come to experience life as he has called us to. You have to read the word because it is the reference point for the reality God wants for you. How would you know what God wants for you if you don't read his word? How would you know what to request from him if you don't read his word? Our text uh, that we that we have tonight, it tells us everything we pray for with the fullness of faith, we will receive. Where does faith come from? It comes from the word. We know that. Romans 10, 17. Somebody type that scripture in. To be full of faith is to be full of the word because faith comes by hearing. Hearing comes by the word of God. So watch this. Your, 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 your heart is as full of faith as your ear is full of the word. Say that again. Your heart, hallelujah, your heart is as full of faith as your ear is full of the word, which means if I'm going day after day and I'm not hearing any word, how can I expect my heart to be full of faith, right? Your heart is as full of faith as your ear is full of the word. Could it be that our hearts are not full of faith because we're going days and, and weeks without hearing the word, or we're only confining ourselves to hearing the word on a, on a Thursday or on a Sunday. No, you've got to hear the word daily. You've got to let that word find residence in your heart daily. Yesterday's faith will not work today. I need, I need that faith to be renewed day after day. So every day you get an opportunity, you should pick up that word. And you should meditate on that word. And you should spend some time in that word. Why? It's the only way faith is going to be cultivated, right? I need faith to be cultivated, which means my ears need to be open if the word is going to have a way to enter into my heart to build my faith, right? In essence, uh, what we learn is that when we pray full of faith in God's word, then we receive the fulfillment of his word in our life. So when I hear the word of God, right? He says, everything you pray full of faith, you will receive. So I hear the word of God. I allow it to fill my heart, right? As a consequence of the word filling my heart. Now, when I pray, I can now expect fulfillment. Here we go. I hear the word. I let that word fill my heart. As a consequence of that word filling my heart, I now allow faith to flow from my mouth and I begin to experience the fulfillment of that word. It's kind of like this. And here's a process for you all. I meant to show y'all this Sunday, but we didn't even get this far. Uh, the strength of our prayer life, right? Has everything to do with us being willing to, number one, find where it is written. Somebody type that for me. Find where it is written. All right. I know I need to hear the word of God regarding my situation. Okay. So I need to find out what the word of God says about my situation. If I am uh, dealing with depression, just I'll use that, right? I need to find out what the word of God says about depression. Okay. I need to find out what is, what is the word's opinion? We, we, we listen to and take in so many people's opinions and thoughts about our lives. But what does God think about what we're dealing with? Okay. Find where it is written. That means... I, I pick up my Bible and I find out what the word of God said. These are practical steps. I find out what does the word of God say about sadness, about depression, 
Well, I know one scripture says, for the spirit of heaven is he'll give me the garment of praise. So now I'm not going to prayer. God, I know I can be honest with him. God, I know I'm feeling heavy today. I know I'm feeling overwhelmed, but your word says you'll give me a garment of praise. You will change my countenance. And on account of your word, I receive now the garment of praise. Now, that don't mean you gonna, somebody going to come and put a blanket or sheet over you. It just means that your countenance, your countenance will be infused with the presence of God so that now you'll go from fit, feeling at, like defeated or feeling saddened to feeling as if, not as if, to feeling the joy of the Lord, the strength of God, and a garment of praise. You're now wearing a different countenance, right? But you had to go to his word to find out what it says. Okay. Once I find where it's written, number two, I focus on what it says. I focus on what it says. Remember, we talked a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, about biblical meditation that is pondering, that is musing over, musing over God's word, thinking through His word. I'm gonna focus on what it says. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to transform my mind. We already know, according to Romans 12, I can't prove God's will. I can't prove his word, which is good, perfect, and acceptable until my mind comes into agreement with him. How does my mind come into agreement with his word? Through renewal, all right? So I find where it is written, and then I'm going to focus on what it says. Watch this. How long am I going to focus on it? Until what it says has over, over, uh, come what I've been seeing, what I've been stressing and struggling with, right? It has to become a reality in my mind and in my heart first. So I'm going to find where it is written and then focus on what it says. I'm going to, God, God, you wish above all that I should prosper and be in health, even as my soul prospers. Father, I thank you that I'm in health. My soul is in health. My mind is in health. And I'm going to keep repeating that and focusing on it until the power of that word begins to sink deeper to my heart. And it actually has some force when I declare it out of my mouth. Watch this. You can't just declare the word and really not believe what you're saying. So you need to focus on what it says until you actually believe that when I declare this out of my mouth, it's going to happen for me. The Bible in that scripture uh, in Mark 11, it talks about how when we declare these things, and I'll talk about more, more of this on Sunday, it says we can't doubt in our heart. So that means I need to focus on the scripture and allow it to, res to be resolved within me to the place where I don't have no doubt, where I am convinced that this is God's will. This, this is what God wants for my life. Okay. I focus on what it says. Watch this. As I focus on what it says, it fosters my faith in the word of God. Foster means nurture, right? So I find where it is written. I, I, whatever I'm going through, I found out what the word of God says about that. I focus on what it says. I'm going to spend my time focusing on it, looking at scriptures that are repeating uh, or that give similar uh, resolves to what I'm dealing with. And it's going to foster my faith in that word. Now I'm building faith. Now I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a reality beyond what I currently have. I'm going to foster my faith. It's building my faith. I'm building confidence in it. I told y'all faith um, in Greek is pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S. Pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S. That means uh, to have confidence in, to believe, to trust someone or something. So now after focusing on the word of God, it's fostered my faith. Now, once I really believe, once I really believe, because I've allowed this word to renew my mind, now I'm going to fervently declare it. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to fervently, what is that? I'm going to passionately, with enthusiasm, declare it. I'm not just going to say, the Lord shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. No, I've been meditating on this thing. I've allowed this thing to sit with me for a while. No, God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory. You see the difference in tone? Man, once you focused on that word for a little while and let that thing reside in your heart, I am fervently, I am passionately, I am convincingly declaring declaring the word of God out of my mouth. I am declaring this. I believe God's word. I'm not, now, now I'm speaking. I expect to get the results of what I released out of my mouth because watch this. I found where it was written. I focused on what it said. I allowed it to foster my faith. And now I fervently declare it. So now, see, people take that scripture, just speak into the mountain and it shall be moved or speak to an obstacle before you. I'll be coming from the same scripture on Sunday because I really want to dig into this. We think that, oh, we just got to say it. But half the time when we're saying that, we don't really believe it. Sometimes, y'all, you'll be honest, you're speaking to a mountain, but you don't have any expectation that it's actually going to move. Why? Because I'm just saying what the pastor told me to say. No, I told you, I'm not trying to build uh, pastor-dependent people. Now, yes, God has called me and connected you to my life for me to speak the word and declare the word. But I don't want you to be pastor-dependent, which means if something happened to me today, you didn't lost your whole religion. You, you didn't lost your whole faith. No, the, 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 the blessing or more so the real, uh, the real measurement of whether or not I'm leading you well is how well you lead your life when I'm, no, when I'm not around you. So I'm trying to get to a place where you can walk by faith and live this word and be like, man, whether Pastor Jeff calls me today or reaches out or whatever uh, uh, regarding my situation, I can fervently look at my, my situation and declare that this is what God's word says about it. I have to really believe that when I pray for you, you're going to be healed. And y'all, we've all, we, we've all been there. I've said stuff at times. I've tried to pray for situations and not really believe it. Why? I didn't spend enough time saturating my heart with the word of God to the place where there was no doubt I believed he was going to do what he said. Are y'all with me? We have to fervently declare the word of God out of our mouths. But before it, before it's released from our mouth, we have to find where it is written. Focus on what it says and foster our faith so that we can fervently declare God's truths. So that we can fervently declare his word out of our mouths. Being full of faith, focusing on God's word, allowing it to foster more so, being full of faith more so, requires us to find where it's written, to focus on it until we really believe it, right? Focus on it until it's really a resolve within us. Let it foster our faith, and then we will fervently declare what God says about our life. Tonight, I know some of y'all like, man, you done already? Yes. Been a long day. <laughs> this is the word of the Lord for you tonight. Take these four points and go and build your faith. Seriously, this is all I got for y'all tonight. I want you to. Here was here was the here is the homework that I was going to give you Sunday. All of us are dealing with something right now, and of course, I, I'm, I'm the teacher. I don't check your homework, but it would be fit. It'll, it'll, it would be befitting for you to take part because it's a way to build your faith. I, I know all of us are dealing with something right now. Something we're always dealing with something, even even in good times, something just just happens to show up, right? I want you to, whatever you're dealing with right now, let's say you're dealing with worry, okay? 
I want you to go find out what the word of God says about worry, whether you do this tonight or tomorrow, right? I want you to find out what is the word saying about worry, okay? Focus on that. For instance, and this is a, I give this one, give this one away. So if you're dealing with worry, find something else to address, right? Right? So if I'm dealing with worry, I know that Matthew 6, 25 says, take no thought for what you're going to eat. Don't worry about your life, right? Because God already knows what you need. Instead, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Everything else will be added unto you. If you're worrying tonight, I would say, okay, let me go find out what the word says. Oh, it says, take no thought about my life. Right. Take no thought about my life, about what I'm what I'm going through. If God takes care of the lilies uh, of the field, if he takes care of the birds that chirp, how much more would he take care of you? So it means no matter what I'm going through, no matter the pressure of it, I don't have to worry. God's going to take care of me. I, I focus on it until it builds faith. And then I go back to my situation and say, situation, I'm not worried about you no more. <laughs> Some of y'all need to do this tonight. I'm not worried about you no more. I'm, I'm going to sleep tonight because the Bible says that I don't, need, I don't need to take no thought. I don't need to keep grabbing these thoughts that are burdening, burdening me and weighing me down. No, I'm not taking no thought for it. I'm, I, I found where it's written. I'm focusing on that word. It's fostering my faith and I'm fervently declaring out of my mouth that all my needs are supplied. Everything I need, God has because I'm just going to seek his kingdom. Right? That's your homework assignment tonight. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're dealing with, I challenge you tonight. Whatever you're dealing with, I challenge you tonight to find what the Bible says about that, okay? Focus on it. That may be, you may need to focus on that. On that. Sometimes I'll sit and focus. I'll just sit at one scripture. I'll just keep looking at it, thinking through it. Um, the other morning, I was uh, looking, uh, looking about at a scripture talking about the fear of God. And I'm just saying, man, just focus on it, man. Walking in the fear of God, the reverence of God, his awe-inspiring nature. Focus on it and let it change your condition and your life, all right? And as a result of that, you'll see that you start seeing in fulfillment what you've allowed faith to create and develop in your life by what you were willing to give time to in the work, all right? That's all I got for y'all tonight. Um, I pray you were blessed by the word of God. Um, and I pray that something was said uh, that will be impactful for your life. I really believe this faith series is not only inspirational, but it is instructional. I am giving you all tools, precepts, ways to develop your faith so that in developing your faith, you can see the life that God has called you to. Father, thank you so much for your word tonight. Thank you for it being a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our pathway. I pray that your word would continue to give us life. And I pray that we will walk in it every day as we desire to see your word come to pass in our lives. Thank you for your word. Thank you that your word is causing us, God, to triumph and, and experience victorious living every day. We'll trust your word. We'll believe your word. We we'll declare it forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen.